Welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey guys, what's happening? Hey, look, it's the Wells. All the Wells. Hello. All of them. How are you guys? Real good. Yeah, not too shabby. So I know you've been doing some fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, Jeff. Are you? I don't. I don't do fun stuff. Anymore. Okay. You should. You should know this by now. Well, I, 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 I thought I'd ask. You never know. I appreciate the request. In the the insinuation that I might do something fun. Okay, Wells. What fun stuff did you do this time? Well, I ate and drank and mostly drank my way through Virginia over the last couple of days. Uh, hit up some of the kind of hype breweries, I guess. The Answer in Richmond, uh, Aslan in Alexandria, Virginia, like just northern Virginia area, and then back through to the Vale on Sunday. How were they? In Richmond. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a pretty good reason why they are held in high regard. Those were some. That's some quality liquid, especially like the veil oh. and the answer. Like, you mean beer? Sure. <laughs> so veil and the answer were good. those were those were my two favorites. Yeah, it, it was. I was a little hit and miss at Aslan, and I guess like two of the four hit the spot, and the other two kind of didn't. But I was two for two for veil and answer. Cool. So, so it's nice. I got some to go stuff. So. Most of what I've had from the Vale is on polar opposites, right? Like it's either like crazy New England style IPA, you mm-hmm. know, Haze Fest, or some of the best stouts that I've had in a while. That would be what I had on a Sunday. I had the double IPA and the anniversary stout. Mm, that sounds good. And they were both just really great examples of what they were going for. So congratulations. They can do both, right? Right. All the, all the, Bro beers. All the yeah. bro beers. Well. Then the answer has like their slushy or whatever. Like, I don't know. No. And then all the juice. I didn't stick around for those. I just wasn't in the mood. Yeah. And then Aslan just released a, oh, it's like a blue something beer. I'm like, ah, I don't think so. Yeah. Like, like, don't don't drink beer and worst beer blog picked it up and ran with it for a little while last week and like colored blue. Yeah. Uh, I mean it's yeah. it's like a hellish slushy color that Yeah. Slush I, is the right word for it. I mean yeah, it looks I, like it looks like a slurping machine. I didn't I didn't Ugh. want a part of that. Like No? No, not even curiously. That sounds gross. It, it I don't you know, it's kinda <laughs> nice that so there's a crowd that wants that. And the beer's being made for them and that's cool. I may try a little bit if I was there, but I really have no interest in it. And that's okay, because I'll, you know, stick to my, my, my normal. Well, and I was going to say, like, I, you know, think back to the Triple C birthday party where they had some. Bunch of crazy stuff. Quite frankly, weird ass colored beer. Yep. And I think it was like one of us would order it and then just kind of split it amongst <laughs> the four of us. Because it's like, I don't know that I want to drink this neon green thing. I can't commit to this. Yeah, it's one thing when it's like, you know, I, I don't think I could do a full pint. But when we're looking at it going, ah, you know, like four ounces feels like a lot. Because <laughs> some of those were like neat experiments, but, you know, they'll never see the light of day. And, it, you know, right. Chris kind of admitted that, you know, like, yeah, we were just trying to, you know, we we're messing around, having some fun. I'm like, cool, man. You know, yeah, you try it wrong out. with it. Yeah. That's Either fun. it goes or it's going to be on tap for a while. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Any, anything else besides the West Virginia, or not West Virginia, sorry, Virginia Brewery Tour? Well, Resident Culture here in Charlotte turned two over the weekend. Already? Of course. Yeah, I know. I know. But then the other part of me is like, only two? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, definitely only two. Kind of both. Um, 
so obviously not being in town for it, I'd missed the festivities, missed the bottles, but the beers were still on tap. And I swung by there uh, just before here and tried their anniversary Imperial Stouts. Ooh, but that's uh, fun. They were some like top three uh, Charlotte Stouts. Wow. And I mean, it's like they're up there with Cataclysm 3 and we can fight over the order. Yeah, that's so awesome. So this was, yeah. <clears throat> that's awesome. I'm, I'm kind of jealous of people with bottles right now because well, that know, ain't me. I, Look, you know, you know, you're not going to be able to get everything all the time, and True. you know, we all got to be okay with that. I mean, Josh and I were talking the other day. Uh, they announced Utopias is back, you know, and we're still like that's still like one of the two things left on my bucket list for. Yeah. I'd like to try it at some point. You know, we just got to find a source, and you know, I did go looking for it this past weekend in DC. I kind of figured you. I wasn't it. gonna ask you, didn't, but didn't find it. Sorry. I, I kind of figured figured you were in that area, and I was if, like, if I could have, yeah. I would have. I mean, you would have fucking texted the three of us, like, or the no, two of us, like, not. oh my god! No. I, I feel like it's part of me kind of feels like Utopias has now become one of those things where, like, what's the next big boundary for a lot of the traders? You know, like, yeah, it's not enough to you know flip fifteen dollar bottles for sixty online, you know. You're going to make more cash, maybe not as big a percentage, but I mean, like, you buy Utopias, you're going to you're gonna save it or secondary. I mean, I, I hope that's not the way it goes. I'd like to, you know, get our hands on one just because I've never had it. Yeah, same. But if I never have it, I'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like, one of the things, you know, I wanted to to include it in, to the show notes because it's such a clickbaity bullshit uh, headline. Yeah. Sam Adams brewed this beer that has is illegal in 15 states. Uh, it's just sure. because of liquor laws. People. Well, I mean, I mean, so it's is worldwide stout, right? Beer. Yeah, yeah. worldwide stout's illegal in a lot of states too. Yeah. So, and so many people, because I just did a, a a search, just like a Google News search on Sam Adams Utopias, just to see if anybody's like maybe posting about it being somewhere in D.C. That would be really cool. Uh, couldn't find it there. Um, but that was the tack that everybody was taking with their headline. It's like, come on, oh, yeah. man. Yeah, it's clicky, as, it's clickbaggy as fuck. Got to drive that uh, interaction, you know. Got to get the CPMs up, baby. That's, that's what it's all about. I mean, it, you know, at least it's an article as opposed to, you know, like, you won't believe what they're doing. Come check out our YouTube video. Yeah. I, I see more and more stuff that's like, you know, like an embedded YouTube video. Don't forget, I mean, ma- like, don't forget to smash that subscribe it, it button. Makes, it makes sense to a degree because like... Like, like and subscribe. Because you... Mo- yeah, I mean, if they monetize that, you're going to get more off of that than you are ad impressions on a web page. Oh, yeah. But then at the same time, not to get too into the weeds on this, Google is so weird about monetization and what uh, the, w- yes. they will and they won't. And they'll yank it from you really quick. It's like, it's a whole fucking thing. Mm, how quick are they yanking? Really quick. Or sometimes really slow. There's never a medium pace. Yeah. It's never what you Sorry, you set it up, man. I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. Thanks, Adam. You're welcome. All right. Are we ready for this? And on that note, let's talk about some other news. Yeah. So when exactly did Ninkasi get kind of snagged up into this conglomerate thing? It was last year, right? It feels like it's been a couple years. Like a year, one to two years, I'd say. uh, Six months, even. Well... God. That's th- six months after they after acquiring a majority stake in Ninkasi. Yep. Legacy today announced. Okay, so all right. Well, it feels like it's been longer. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways, Jeff, who did Legacy announce that they were going to acquire now? Uh, Aspen Brewing out of Colorado and Laurelwood Brewing in Oregon. 
trying to think if we've had any of their stuff. Laurelwood sounds familiar. It does. That's what I thought when I was reading this. I was like, why does that sound familiar? If only there was a way I could look at a online. Uh, Basically, Aspen, though, they are getting 100% of everything, including IPs. So it's like just a total buyout. Laurelwood, they're getting everything but a brew pub that is in Portland. Uh, I found from uh, way back uh, October 14th, 2014. <laughs> so, you know, nice five years ago, we had Laurel Woods Workhorse IPA. I liked it. Josh did not. <laughs> How did we acquire that? Um, if I had to guess, this looks like this might have been either... This is probably some of the batch that I brought back from oh, your, my trip out west. Your beer occasion? Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, so, like I said... Aspen Brewing, 100% buyout. Laurelwood, they're buying most of everything except for a brew pub in Portland. Uh, there is also kind of a local <coughs> twist to this. Wells? Oh. The uh, former brewmaster from Triple C, Scott Kimball, is heading over to Aspen to run that little guy. So congratulations to Scott. That's cool. Yeah. So uh, they're they're not taking up the the... the the brew house or the, the brew pub in Portland. But they're taking everything else. It could just be one of those weird separate thing, you know, how it sometimes could, places do yeah, that. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I was uh, texting with uh, our buddy Scott from the Pacific Northwest. He was actually in Portland, and he hit me up, and he's like, hey, I'm going to go out drinking. Um, there's two pop-ups in town, McKellar and Modern Times. Where should I go? And I'm like, Modern Times? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Apparently, it was a real neat thing. But, uh, you know... That, that whole scene is in so much... And I was going to say, Portland especially sounds like, you know, obviously I've never been there, and you've it's been a while since you've been there, but it seems like that's all that fucking city is, is brew pubs. Like, brew pubs, brew pubs, brew pubs. Could do they, be. Do they even have restaurants anymore? Well, that's a brew that's, pub. Yeah, it's a brew pub. It's a brew pub. Put a brew pub in it. Do they have any just, like, standalone, we don't make our own beer places? I mean, when you were there, was it like that? Um, or is it just I'm trying to think of where of all we went. I mean, like, so uh, we really didn't go to a whole lot of places because Portland was weird back then. Um, we went to Hair of the Dog, and I think they might have had food, but we couldn't get any help from a wait staff, so we left. Um, gotcha. And really, it was about the only place I was interested in going. Okay. You know, we, we went to the... Um, yeah, you hated Portland. Well, and, and we went to the the beer bar that was... Oh, what's the one Chris would always... Or Mark would always talk about in uh, California? The one with the great tap list, or maybe it was Chris. Oh, God, I know. It, it was like that. It, it wasn't the same company, but it was like that. It was... It, it, you know, that was a great time. The grandfather? No. no. It doesn't it matter. Yeah, whatever. But, I mean, they had all kind of crazy stuff on tap. You know, Blind Pig and, you know, yeah. all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. And, uh um, Sorry, I kind of sidetracked us. No, I sidetracked us. I sidetracked off your sidetrack. Any other thoughts about this, Willie Wells? Nope. I mean, it, it's something that we're going to continue to see happen. We've we consolidation, this, yeah, we've resource called this sharing, years. and but I mean, it, it's still not it's, a bubble though. It's it's good that, yep. in my opinion, this was not another AB or Molson Coors purchase. This was craft buying craft, and yeah, and again, we're going to continue to see it. This isn't quite like an equity firm, right? Different, different from that, right? And <sighs> I'm not a hundred percent sure. I 
I would have to, you know, actually do some research on what Legacy Breweries Incorporated is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, you know, at least it is presenting itself as a non or not presenting directly as an equity firm. Right. Because those those kind of make me a little nervous. Well, I mean, what's Canarchy, though? It's an equity firm. Yeah. And maybe it's a leg off of, well, it's a leg off of Fireman's or something like that. Yeah. Which I mean, it's still kind of its own thing. I don't know. It's it's a it's a weird split that I'm making for no you know no logical reason. It's just okay. Fair feels weird. Fair enough. Uh, Boulder Brewing is actually going to be downsizing, and they are going to be ending their distro and really just focusing on Boulder from now on. And they are laying off 21 people. Wow. Wonder if that's just a sign of market, you know. Getting saturated and and I will say I didn't realize Boulder was this old. Like started mm-hmm. in nineteen seventy nine. Like I, that's mm-hmm. one of the OGs. God, yeah. Congratulations, you turned forty. Yeah, that is it's like downhill from here. Obviously, when, when you start to think about it, that's <laughs> true. True story. That's got to be one of confirm. <laughs> it's got to be one of the OG craft brewers. I'll let you know when I get there. Shut it. <laughs> so. Boulder, I mean, I used to see them occasionally mm-hmm. in North Carolina. It was like the Mojo IPA was yep. something I saw a lot. There were a few others, but they were, I don't know. Like, there are only a few places that you could find it, and I haven't really seen it here in years, although I realize that it's still around to a degree, but it's just... Well, it won't be for much longer. No, it yeah. won't be. So... I mean, it's sad that... Why, though? Why is it sad? Yeah. I guess just because they're so old, I feel kind of bad that they have to pull out of 34 states. But just because you're old doesn't mean it's bad that you pull out. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wow. What? You went there. It's it's this (laughs) level of, you know, you're in 34 states, but... Do people really want you in all 34 states? Like, it might be better to just... Focus solely on your local market? Yeah, and I think we're going to have to be content with former regional players. I mean, we've already seen it. I mean, we saw it to begin with with Green Flash before, you know, that that ultimately exploded or imploded. But, I mean, that I think we're going to see a lot more of. Green Flash was right there at the tail end of that time where... Some of these fledgling brewers actually thought they had a chance to be kind of like the next Sierra. Like there, nobody's ever going to overtake Sierra, but we can be up there in that that bucket with Stone and some of these others as these big New Belgium. Yeah, these these big hotshots that are, you know, the the tops of of the of the industry. And what we've seen is, or at least in my opinion, what I see is. There's so much product on the shelf, so many different beers from so many different breweries. Like, I, I, I can't tell you the last time I bought the same beer twice, actually. Okay, I can. Top drop. But, I mean, you know, outside of hop drop, there's not too many that I buy time and time and time again anymore. Because, you know, Josh, we talk about, you know, we used to do the fridge show every so often. But, like, anymore. Like, it's almost impossible It's to almost do. impossible. Because I'm going to be like, well, whatever's seasonal, probably hop drop, the end. Yeah, and mine would be Baby Maker. The end. Like, that's the one beer that I buy on a consistent basis. Other than that, I, I've gotten back into the, 
and it's not necessarily what's hot, what's what's new. It's there's so much shit out there. Number one, number two, especially at my local hunt, it rotates so fucking fast. Yeah. Well, you know, we kind of I, I make that crack about burial every so often. Number one, I can't tell what I'm buying half the time. I got to really pay attention to it. But even then, if I have something I like, I don't know that I'll ever get it again. You won't. And that, I mean, to me, like, that's a little bit of a disservice to the customer. But it could also be because I'm only looking at the new, and I'm not looking at, like, surf wax is always there. True. It is. It's always there. And it's always good. At least I think. I like it. (coughs) Yeah, I don't know. I can't smell this beer over your damn vape fumes. Good. Deal with it, bro. All I smell is bubblegum. I'm not even vaping bubblegum. What the hell is that then? It's horchata. Okay, so that's <laughs> better. You asked. I had to tell you. Anyways, I I don't know. It's it's sad when this stuff starts to, to go this way, in my opinion, simply because <clears throat> this wasn't one of those, like we just mentioned, green flash and... A quick sure. try to trying to yeah. cash grab it shit, but this is the industry that we deserve. Oh, hundred percent. Because we have spent, you know, how many years now on this show, Six always years. going out and grabbing new stuff. Three hundred episodes. Doing going pretty far out of our way to a degree to not do repeats. Yep. And I mean, we've had some that we've had on the show multiple times. Although you could argue different years are different years, but we don't do a lot of repeats. And so we're our own well, worst and, problem here. Well, and we... By nature, we don't drink repeats on the show. Exactly. And past that, we're not going and buying Boulder's Pale Ale. I'm not either. That's not making it on the show. it's not going to be fresh. Well, there's that. But I mean, even if it was, we're not having it on the show. Yep. I mean, we just don't. What impressed me and you know, what I think is most sad, here's a 40-year-old brewery. 40 years old. 34 states. We've mentioned that. Uh, 16,000 barrels a year. Jesus. So they're smaller production-wise than Noda yeah. and Old Mecklenburg do yeah. in like surrounding counties. Yeah. So you've got to think, like you've got that big of a spread. I Why? like to think that it's like they sign on a new state get that big pop <coughs> and then demand starts to lessen. So you've got to sign on another state get that big pop. And then demand starts to lessen because you're not really supporting it. Nobody knows who the hell you are. And at this point, you're a hell of a long way from home, too. Well, again, this is the problem with distributorship. You sign with a distributor who will probably push your product when you first get into that market. Of course. But once you stop performing, they're going to move on to someone who is. Mm -hmm. I mean, the distributors are into the next new hot thing, too, right? Yep. Yep. So unless you've got, you know, 34 salespeople in 34 states, you're probably not going to get very good penetration in those markets. Yeah. So in all likelihood, you probably have one dude that's covering an entire two, two to four state region. Yep. So maybe they're, you know, them pulling out of everywhere except Colorado is a smart move because they just weren't selling enough beer outside to make it worth their while. Yeah. And I will say back to the just overall barrel number that did shock me because I mean, we fought to get the barrel limit lifted in the state to above basically what they are making and distributing to 34 states. That's fucking crazy. Yep. Uh, Why is this still going on? Why? Why What's still going on? 
AB and Miller Coors are sniping pissed, at each other, pissing in on each other in court. Mm. And now AB is accusing Miller of stealing confidential recipes. Okay, so I saw this article, but I haven't had a chance to read it. What's the uh, what's the What's the subterfuge going on here? How did it happen? They claim that there's two individuals. One was a brewer that worked at a Georgia facility that now works at Molson Coors, and he had access to tech manuals that went into great detail about process and everything else. Sure. And then there was another one who is, it sounds like he's just an executive that apparently was texting somebody at an AB facility asking about ingredients. Okay. The first one, come on, really? The dude worked at one brewery. He went to go work at another brewery, and they're claiming that he was taking those trade secrets to AB. I mean, <clears throat> I have to believe that there's a non-disclosure involved when you sign on for any kind of, uh, you know, any kind yeah. of position that would be even close to touching recipes, product. I mean. Am I, am I wrong in that? I, I would assume you're right. I mean, perhaps we know somebody that works at, worked at an AB facility that could actually answer us that question. For sure. We've all heard stories, you know, uh, about the recipe for Dr. Pepper, the recipe for KFC. You know, like, there's never, the full recipe isn't in one place. One spot, one, you know, one piece of it's here and one piece of it's there, and it has to be, you know, like, there's all all these crazy stories that go on. You can't tell me that something as big a deal as Bud Light's recipe. Well, and not only that, but in this article goes on to make the argument, and somebody from Miller Coors says this, if they're that concerned about it, why do they put what's on their, you know, in their beer on the box? Because what's on every box of AB? <laughs> that is a good point. <laughs> I was like, boom, right drop. Your, uh, your marketing campaign's stupid. So, yeah, this just seems like another one of those pointless, let's piss on each other in court. And mm. I don't know. And, and this, obviously, all of this stems from originally the Super Bowl ads last year where AB accused Miller of using corn syrup, and it's just been an ongoing battle ever since. That brings up an interesting point. So, <clears throat> AB, who exposed Miller's proprietary ingredient, mm -hmm. is now upset mm -hmm. that Miller may know their proprietary ingredients that they print on the box. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Yep. Cool. Cool. But cool. It's the cool, ratios cool, 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 that cool, no doubt. are, you know, it's just people got to protect their IP. Okay. No. No. I get well, it. And, and I was going to say that that is kind of the, the basis of this whole argument is that AB is saying we've got to protect yep. our IP, which we've always screamed about on yep. this show. And this may be a groundless claim where somebody's going to get attention and it may go to court and nothing may happen with it. We'll see. I kind of think that's where we're headed, but who knows? It'll be interesting to see. Indeed. Indeed. <clears throat> So this has to be one of my probably favorite stories that we, I've seen in quite a while. Uh, Sam Smith or Samuel Smith, a UK ba UK based brewery, like of Sam Smith's banana bread. No, no. Samuel Smith's chocolate stout, chocolate stout, the oatmeal stout. Okay, uh, actually, that oatmeal stout I still argue. Oh yeah, no, is one of the really best good oatmeal stouts ever. 
Actually, have we ever done that on the show? What? I think we have. Okay. I think you brought it on one time because okay. of that, because you did one of those. Like, have we not ever had have we that? not had this on? Yeah. Jeez. Well, anyways, uh, their owner's kind of a kaji old man. You so think? To, so to speak. He uh, doesn't uh, like people having cell phones in the pubs. He's banned phones. Yes. And I, I, quick side story. I legit experienced that when I was in London. Went to one of the brew pubs that was outside of the British Museum, whipped out my phone. And was sold quite politely, but put it fucking away. Interesting. And I was like, okay. Sure. Cool. All right. Sure. And I put it away, and that was that. So you didn't have a fucking problem. <laughs> right. Huh? I didn't. <laughs> but apparently, <laughs> he fucking did. <laughs> so he, he goes to a new brew pub that they had opened. Uh, it's been open for maybe like a month, a month and a half. Here's... A husband telling his wife a joke. That happened to have the F word. Yeah, in it. it had the F word in it, and he has decided to shut down the brew pub. Closed That's it. Unbelievable. Pulled the money out of the till, shut it down that day, and <clears throat> basically the people that own it, because a, lo- a lot of people may not understand this, especially outside of London when you're in a pub, you typically live in that pub. It's like an apartment where you live and you run it. So it's like your home and your right, workplace. Right. It's like Bob's Burgers in real life. Yes. Yeah, yes. And so these people now not only jobless but homeless because he shut shut because the whole one person said, said the fuck a word. joke with fucking it. Yep. Wow. Yeah, this this dude's something else. He is a I guess he's got I don't care what you think about me money. I mean <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's this absolutely no compassion at all. This is but he's taking the moral high ground, and the moral high ground is to like put a whole bunch of people out of a job and put two people out of a home. That's however awesome taking a moral stand there, big guy. As I was telling Josh earlier, sometimes I'll play the contrarian just to be the contrarian. There's a very real possibility that this may have just been the last straw. There may be more to this than from just a joke. From I, all but, right, I, I, you, just, look, you don't know, you're not there, but right. on the outside looking in, yeah, this this doesn't look good. From all accounts, these are not good optics. From all accounts, from patrons of the bar, it was never rowdy. There was no fist fights or anything. But maybe like it that. was losing money. Maybe the management was stealing. I mean, I mean yeah, you're right. I you're, mean, you're hundred percent like, right. There could be other factors in play, which right. is all speculation. But like this yeah. is, you know, what you got. So you go with it. And uh, I found a follow up article uh, that. <clears throat> Goes on to explain how much of a kaji old bastard this guy is, and clearly, including like wanting an employee. I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was like very, very detailed employee information that he should not be having, and got caught with it, and had been fined, and like he apparently he he runs that company with a fine. Like he he runs that company like it was sixty years ago. Yeah, there you go. There you fucking go. And, and sometimes you can get away with that, and sometimes you can't. Yeah. So I, I feel bad for these two people that are now homeless and jobless. Yeah. And, and of course, the other people that probably work at that pub, too. But, yeah, I mean, b- being homeless. And the other thing, too, is sadly, this pub had been closed for a very long time. And then they decided to come in because, um, you know, that's the other thing that we haven't really... We've talked about it, but it's been a while. Um, everything in the U.K. is basically tied houses. So it's owned by somebody. It's owned typically by a brewery, and you serve only that beer or maybe a few other beers. But this would have been a Sam Smith pub, and it had 
previously obviously not been a set closed for a good two or three years. Like I said, this place was barely two months old. And he it's just a waste of real estate, too. It is. You've got something that sits vacant for two to three years and then opens for two months and it's closed again. Like, yeah. Mm, weird. Yeah. The land must be cheaper over there or something. <laughs> well, I mean, it may be. I don't know. Who, who fucking knows? It's all space money when you go over there anyways. Space money? Yeah. You know. It's not America. It's not dollars. No. It's all pounds, money. but they still use the metric system. Like, what's that? Bad <laughs> jokes. I mean, oh, stop that. <laughs> that you all are drinking sodium slow. I have lost track of which one you're at. Uh, yeah, because you definitely double poured me one. <laughs> uh, before we go to break, yeah, I sure. just have one quick question. Mm-hmm. Um, is Barack Obama black? Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Yeah, we're. You don't want to answer. You could work for Founders. We'll be back in thirty. It's. Time for Bino Buy. I'll explain how it works. It's pretty simple. We've been drinking beer. We're going to give it a one or a zero. We don't do half star ratings. We don't do quarter ratings or any of that nonsense. It's all binary. And this happens to be, this and the next show happen to have quite a bit of quite, listener quite, beer. Quite a bit of listener beer. We talk about it a lot, and usually it's Chuck, but we have non-Chuck beer today. Woohoo! Super excited about that. All right, so what's our first beer up? Uh, first beer up is from Wells. Womp womp. Uh, Wells brought us a bottle of uh, Allagash's True Penny. A trusty and honest Pilsner, apparently. Uh, Belgian-style Pilsner, uh, which I'm not terribly familiar with, but, like, honestly, if I had to describe this, it's like having a Pilsner that has, like, the Allagash yeast strain in it. And I love it. You're exactly right. It is 100% Pilsner malt. I, I did the research on this. Uh, it's 100% Pilsner malt. Half of the base beer is fermented with a lager yeast, and the other half is fermented with a, a Brett strain. Nice. And then blended back. So that's exactly what it is. Well, there we go. Uh, I, I, I think it works really well. It is delicious with a little bit of interesting twist. If sometimes you just kind of want like a little more something there with your Pilsner, um, which, I mean, whatever. I, I really like it. It's really good. I'd buy some more of that. Wells? This is about as close to a fridge beer as I get these days. I mean, it's it's this and the burial shadow clock. Like I just keep these around. Uh, I think I've gone. Is through. it reasonable? Hmm? Is it a reasonably priced beer? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes Allagash can get really weird, where it's like yeah. twelve dollars for a four pack of bottles, and I'm like, but yeah. it's a hef. I don't get it. Or a wit beer or something. You know? Right. Like, yep. Ah. Yep. Yep. This this is a. I mean, this this is just rock solid. This is what I'm drinking these days. Fantastic. So I'm a buy. Josh, where are you? He's playing with stuff. I'm just drinking some water and coating. It's really good, actually. I <clears throat> Wells was telling me, you know, pre-show what this was, and I was very interested in it, and was very happy. And yeah, Screw definitely. I, I can't say that I've seen this in my local haunt, but I may ask them to start carrying it. It's pretty new. I mean, I think two weeks. And okay, I'm on my third four pack. Okay, cool. So just started it uh, today. Right on. 
Jeff, next beer up. Uh, next beer up. Uh, so the next four come from uh, our friend Scott up in Spokane. Thanks, Scott, for sending us uh, a couple beers. First one up is Bale. Four beers. Four beers. Thank you. Uh, first beer up is uh, from Bale Breaker. This is their Citrus Slicker Wet Hop IPA uh, that they do in collaboration with Cloudburst. Um, I know you guys love the uh, the hazy, juicy IPAs, but damn, I love me a good, clear, biting West Coast IPA. Um, I'm a sucker for wet hops too. This one hit me in all the right places. It's got that kind of like weird funk uh, that I like too. Um, yeah, I'm gonna buy this one. Wells, uh, I uh, can't say I was a huge fan. Uh, wet hop IPAs kind of have an uphill climb for me, whereas you like a little bit more. I can. I don't really appreciate kind of like the vegetal nature sometimes that they can have. Sure. So this just isn't in my wheelhouse by definition. And this example wasn't enough to break out. So no bye, Josh. So it is wet hop season in case anybody doesn't know, like you're going to start to get a bunch of wet hop beers. Like Noda's got theirs out. Um, Celebration. Yeah. Celebration time. The Christmas beer. Right. Celebration. I love celebration though. That's, I don't know, whatever. That's I don't weird. hate all well, wet hop beers. Well, probably because the, the point of the wet hop has died off by the time it gets to you. Fair. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, true. It's a, true, it's a wet hop IPA, but it's two months old when it hits our market. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, I normally am a fan of the wet hop beers, but like Jeff just mentioned, most of what we get here isn't necessarily fresh. That's yeah. why like when Noda releases theirs, I'm like, get all giddy. Because it's an actual fresh, wet hop. So, like wet when sticky or sticky when yeah, wet? Sticky yeah, sticky when wet. Yeah, that's real good. Yeah, real fucking good. Uh, this one, not so much. It's not, it wasn't terrible by any stretch of the imagination, but you know, given the choice, I think I'd rather buy something local that I know is going to be super fresh. But this isn't bad. Uh, yeah. I'd, still, I'd still have to know by it, though. Next beer up. All right, next one up is from Hot Valley Brewing. This is Bubble Stash IPA, um, which the can tells me has mosaic cryo hop resin. Um, Wells, I think you were telling us about the cryo hop thing at one point, some shows back. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a different way of drying out the whole hop cones. It's cold rather than heat. So uh, more of the flavors and everything are retained. Yeah, I mean, it's not terrible. Um, man, if I'm up there in that area and I've got this, odds are I'm probably picking something else up. It's okay. Uh, I just don't know that I'm going to go jumping up and down to buy it. Well, I'll jump up and down to buy this. This had a, a nice little sweetness to it. Uh, very hop forward without being overly bitter. Like I thought this was a fun little beer and I thought for sure, like maybe my expectations were a little lower coming after the bail breaker, but even on the second try, like this is a lovely little beer. Josh, I'm a buy. Sorry. No, you're fine. No, I really like this one. Second pour, I'm like, eh, yeah, this is my thing. Yeah, I, I mean, can I, do this. I, again, I like it. I just, you know, yeah. So I'll, I'll, I will definitely. <clears throat> die. Next rep. So another one up from Hot Valley. This is Cryo Stash, which I guess their Stash series is all um, Cryo hops. I'm assuming based on the similarities between the last beer and this one um this one however features simcoe and is also an imperial 
So it is 8.7% compared to the 6.2 of the last one. Um, there definitely is a little more heft to this. Um, there's a lot more bite, but, uh, you know, West Coast Double IPA and me go a long way, and uh, I like this one. I would buy this. Wells? Really enjoyed this one, and that 8.7 presents itself, but it's not over. It's not too boozy. Um, damn, that's a smooth 8.7. I, I could do some real damage with the four-pack of these, <laughs> so I'm going to buy it. Josh? Yeah, I dig this one. This one's, this one's damn good. And, yeah, it's a very... Smooth, I, sneaky 8.7. I can swear to you, he sent me two of everything. Mm-hmm. And I, for the life of me, cannot find those two Hop Valley cans, the other ones. Really? I have searched my house multiple times, and so I, I think I'm just going crazy. You could be. So Very possible. That. Yeah. Maybe, maybe future me went back in time <laughs> and... Could be. Stole it. Yeah, because I knew. Dude, we got to remember a trash can. <laughs> Bill and Ted? Final beer up. Final beer up um, from Draft Works out of Missoula, Montana. This is uh, Blood Orange Goza, an orange ale. Um, definitely a change of pace after the <laughs> after all the hops, but it's nice and refreshing. Um, I like Blood Orange. I like Goza. I like this. I'd buy it. Wells, it is shockingly transparent. Um. I'm still going to buy it. I mean, I'm going to buy this, but I'll say, I mean, it is surprisingly see-through for a Goza with blood orange. I forgot to pay attention to that. Let me pour myself some more. Sure. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it is very Goza colored and not so much blood orange. Yeah. I get you. Anyway, uh, I liked it. Josh. So... <clears throat> As the resident goes a hater, I like this. Yeah. It's damn good. That's real good. I will say this too: it is nice and refreshing. And I'm, I'm, I'm assuming this that doesn't have that fake orange flavor. Like it tastes like this. Ta- this tastes pretty real. No. Wells is on the fence. I don't know. It, it, to me, it didn't have that fake orange flavor, which you get a lot of times with blood orange shit, especially. Yeah. This. Tasted like real blood orange. It tastes like real blood. <laughs> but man, Do you like your oranges bloody? I, I will say this, though. I don't know if I really could get through a full can of it. Mm. I don't, in the right environment, I, th- I, I mean, I think it's completely doable for you. Uh, I wouldn't have any problem with this. Um, it's not... It isn't like sour and tart... Yeah, it's not. It's, That's it's, true. It's a little more weedy than it is sour and tart. And the orange is there, and it's nice. It's just, it's just, it's refreshing. It's good. It is good. Uh, it's time for Ed to that. That's pretty simple. Out of all the beers that we had on the show, if we could buy a keg of one, what would we put in our kegerator? Jeff, where are you going, man? Um, you know, like I said, I'm a sucker for a wet hop, so uh, it is the citrus slicker for me. Wells, you know... I know you want that Allagash. I am going to do that Allagash. It's, I mean, it's practically on tap at my house right now. Like if I, <laughs> if I still had a kegerator, I would consider that. Nice. That that really is. That's just, really excellent. It it just hits kind of where I am right now. It's a good for sure, a flavorful pilsner without being 
it's, without well, being gimmicky, right? Exactly. I mean, like Pilsner was sure, a little something. There's extra. a gimmick yep. there, but it's it's a gimmick from somebody who's earned the right to do that. Mm-hmm. This isn't like, hey, we're you know some new hotshot brewery and we put Lucky Charms in our stout. This is Algash saying we have this really good yeast strain. Let's we, 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 we're going to play it. with it in some Pilsner and see what happens. Oh wow, this is good. Let's bottle this. Josh, what you tapping? I gotta go with Kairos. The Cryo Stash? Cryo Stash. Not to be confused with the Cairo Script. That was yeah. a close second. To- yeah, Cairo Script was real good. Uh, he uh, didn't make uh. the cut. Uh, Josh actually edited it out because he was having a hard time uh, standing up straight. He was so in love with it. Yeah. But uh, the Cryo- I, I mean, b- both the stashes were good, but I think that one's just a little step above. We're just real excited to get some actual West Coast beer out here yeah, the, from the West Coast. Yeah. The, and not some like, oh, here's a bunch of hazy stuff from the West Coast, <coughs> Mark. <clears throat> I'm, I'm actually really happy that I missed all that shit. <laughs> I really am. Was, although, I, that all being said, he had a can of that barrel-aged Monsters Park from uh, oh. Modern Time. Oh. And that, oh. that was like, you know, top 10 all the time. I forgive you. Yes. Yeah. That that the other things. Yes. This done. was a major troll job, but that one. It, damn. It totally redeemed yourself. Very sad. I missed that one. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Damn good. All right. So we're at the end of the show, Jeff. Where are we at, man? Uh, come check us out on the interwebs. Go to craftbeercast.com or if you're a Facebook person, because reasons. Facebook.com/slash/craftbeercast. Uh, or hey, you know, if you're a Facebook person, uh, share it with your friends. In fact, like maybe just do that in general. Share our show with other. You're like, hey, I listen to these guys talk about beer. It's sometimes entertaining, and the rest of the time it's Wells. Feel free to share that with all of them. Uh, rate us on your uh, podcatcher of choice. Hit us up on the Twitters at CBcast. Wells, where can they find you? I'll probably just on Instagram, but Twitter too at all the Wells. All one word. Josh, you can follow me on Twitter at Josh CBC. I think Jeff's pretty much said everything. So we will talk to you guys next Thursday. 